Chapter 9 of Illyrial or A Voyage to Other Worlds by Vladislav Lakhsima. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Illyrial's Voyage Home The Moon. When I ascended from Trahindra, I soon attained to regions where man could never in his earth life exist, far above the earth's atmosphere. Higher and higher I ascended till the whole of western europe opened like a map before me with great britain and ireland on the blue sea like a brownish green triangle on a blue field higher and higher still i went till the white alps expanded before me and i saw the realms of asia opening up lightened by the dawn on higher and higher till all the earth seemed a huge globe with part light and part darkness only varied by the city's lights as i ascended i soon came near to one of the great meteor streams that dashed through space with the rapidity of cannon-balls i selected one large meteor and chaining my car to it swept with it onwards towards your satellite which loomed as a distant globe part light part dark in the black ether as i drew near it in the vast realms of space i loosened my car from the meteor and then restoring the power of gravitation dashed on into the lunar sphere of gravitation towards the southern mountain region that surrounds the lunar south pole it was a wondrously grand and yet an awful spectacle those vast and desolate rings of lunar mountains chain beyond chain circle beyond circle ring beyond ring of extinct volcanoes opened up to my vision all glistening in the bright sunlight to man the heat would have been fatal boiling water was nothing to it the thermometer rose to what you call four hundred degrees but our natures can bear much greater heat than that in our own world so near the sun we often get it higher and more potent than man in vitality freed from his lower necessities we can flourish and enjoy a vigorous life where he would die so the intense heat did not inconvenience me i only dwelt admiringly on the superb spectacle a spectacle such as i never saw before though it was more like in some points the scenes on venus than on the earth the nearest thing i can liken it to on earth is the view of the alps from some of the swiss mountains i have seen something a little like it when i rested once on the summit of jungfrau and looked upon the chains of alpine peaks on eiger the wetterhorn and far-off mont blanc peak upon peak chain upon chain opened to my view but the absence of the ring shape of the mountains marks the difference between the mountain lands of the earth and those of the moon in this the lunar mountains are more like ours than those of earth though vesuvius and the mountains of the sandwich isles are a little like the huge craters of the moon i made designedly for tycho the metropolitan crater as your astronomers call it the huge circle of ramparts but little lower than the loftiest mountains of europe in terrific precipices of a mile or more in sheer descents opened before me 
The enclosed region of the ring was larger than many an English county, but it was a vast desert, not an even plain, but rugged with piles of rocks, relics of ancient volcanic eruptions. The central cone stood out somewhat as the Malverns stand in the midst of the plain of Worcestershire. Fancy the circle complete, the Cotswolds and Welsh mountains, some ten or twenty times more lofty, up to the level of the taller Alps, the Malverns raised to Ben Crocan, the plains of Worcester and Hereford and Gloucester, a lifeless desert covered with rocks, and you may gain a feeble conception of what Tycho is. All was dead around me. Not a city, not a house, not a tree, not even a blade of grass was to be seen. All horror, desolation, death. And yet, with all nature, even in that dead world, has a certain strange beauty. I made for the central group of mountains, which I have likened to the Malverns. Here, on their southern slope, I descended. The shock was violent, though I tried to soften the fall. I dismounted from my car and trod another world, the third world I had visited. It was a solemn and sublime feeling, that of treading a fresh world in space. I clambered up the chief peak of the central mountain of Tycho. Around me stretched the desert plain for some twenty miles on every side, and then, beyond and above all, the mighty ring of mountains without a break, only varied here and there by the long shadows of their rocks. I paused and gazed a long time on this wonderful but desert scene, and then, longing to expand my view, I strove to fly. But in vain. There was no atmosphere to support me, so I had to return to my car and to set its motive forces at work so as to cast off the gravitating power of the great orb about me and to float in ether over its surface i passed over the ridge of tycho to some four miles altitude above the plains and crater valleys again ring beyond ring of mountain circles some glistening white some shaded opened to my eyes it was a grand scene of confusion such as Alps or Himalayas cannot approach. I first resolved to turn towards the south, to the great ring of Clavius, almost as large as Wales, with peaks as lofty as the Andes, and with ninety craters in its vast expanse, about as many volcanoes as suffice for the whole earth. I mounted its lofty rampart, and resting on the highest peak, as high as Chimborazo, i.e. some 23,000 feet, contemplated the superb and yet most strange scene. These ring mountains of the moon are almost as large as countries on the earth, and Clavius was more like a Swiss canton than a crater. Vast forces had been here at work. Were they the huge convulsions that destroyed life on your satellite? If not, if life could have existed in these lunar rings, each of them would be a separate country, as separate from the others as France is from Spain or Italy. Such ridges could not easily be passed by any but flying animals. 
but flying animals and a dense atmosphere probably never existed on the moon if ever life existed on that world it must have been very varied in its developments i dwelt on these thoughts as i rested upon the topmost peak of clavius i stayed there as long as one of your earth days and watched the shadows deepening on the cliffs then i thought of the bitter dreariness of the long night in this dead world and before the shadows had lengthened on the craters i flew northward towards the equator i set forward my ether car and made for the twin rings each as large as an english county which men call stufler and morolicus i thus again returned into the realm of tycho for two of his great rays came from his vast crater to stufler these two ring systems were in themselves most wonderful morolicus with its ramparts as lofty as the andes and stofler as the alps here on one of the peaks between the two vast rings i rested and looked for a while on the terrible desolation around me a thousand peaks were in sight chain beyond chain ridge beyond ridge of mountains the vast glittering region of the lunar south pole on the one side and to the north the huge crater chain rising in successive lines is all this i thought the result of the terrific convulsions that ruined life upon this satellite or is it but the nature of this world a world of mountain ranges of huge craters of volcanic action then i rose upwards into the dark airless expanse of ether and directed my car to the mighty ring of ptolemaeus chapter nine